This podcast replay is brought to you by Sports Grill. With over 35 years of making it special grilled, they're celebrating the start of football season with 15% off all bone-in wings. Visit any of their seven locations all over South Florida. Is locked and loaded. How you doing, my man? You doing good? I'm doing great. Can't wait for the Super Bowl. We, you know, we got the two number one seats. We got the MVP. We got all sorts of star power. We got a lot of fun props to unpack. I think we're going to see a high-scoring game. So yep. uh, let's get to it, man. Yeah, man. We got a lot of things to uh, to talk about. Obviously, going on. Uh, first of all, uh, want to uh, get your thoughts on this Super Bowl. Let's uh, let's get into a little Super Bowl talk. Uh, what do you think about this matchup right now? The Eagles are favored uh, by a point, a point and a half, depending on where you, where you see it right now. What, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, where you come down in this game, ultimately, are you more into the Eagles having the better roster or the Chiefs having more Super Bowl experience and having the best player in the league in Mahomes and, and Andy Reid, who's already in the Hall of Fame as far as I'm concerned, no matter what happens the rest of his career. Oh, please. The Eagles have a good coaching staff, of course, but you know, Andy Reid famously so good off a of bye week, right? They just had two weeks to prepare. That's advantage Kansas City. They've been to the Super Bowl before. It's such a different... Obviously, the Eagles, like they waltzed through the NFC playoffs. They didn't really have to do anything that difficult because the Giants weren't that good. The Niners lost their quarterback right away. But the Super Bowl is such a different game because there's all the hype and there's there's all the waiting and the halftime is interminably long and everything. A lot of times, I'm not surprised when you see Super Bowls get off to slow starts because I think the players a lot of times are a little bit tight and maybe even the play callers are a little bit conservative early on. So a lot of times you see games like Carolina and New England, you know, a couple decades ago, where it's like nothing's happening. And then the second half, everything explodes. I lean Kansas City, but Philadelphia's roster is great. More of my action is on the props. There's a lot of player props I like. And again, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. And I think some of the offensive matchups really tie in well to what the defenses are going to allow them to do. So I'm going to have more prop action than I do on the game, but my official pick is Kansas City. All right, so and I'm actually going to pick Kansas City myself. I know everybody looks at the Eagles. <coughs> I, I just kind of – I think the secondary for Kansas City is being overlooked. I think they're better than what people think they are. Uh, I think Mahomes is going to play one hell of a game. And I really think that, you know, Hertz was – he wasn't necessarily sharp in that NFC championship game. I think if KC can be disruptive and they have a guy that <laughs> – as good as the Eagles line is, Chris Jones or Aaron Donald or, you know, there's certain guys, Aboza, you know, there's certain guys that are just going to wreak havoc on you whether you like it or not, and I don't care how good your line is. I think Chris Jones is that guy. And I think Chris Jones can actually create some havoc where he's going to force Hurts to have to get rid of the ball a little faster and, and crumble that pocket and put some pressure. And that's where I want to see if – I'm counting on, on Mahomes being the more accurate passer out of the two. That's why I'm leaning to the better quarterback and then I'm leaning on the tangible part of Chris Jones being the ultimate difference maker on that D-line assisting that secondary. Yeah, you hit on a lot of things that I would just nod and agree to. Disruptive, right? That's the right word for Chris Jones. He he got some down-ballot votes for Defensive Player of the Year. That's how good he was. And we saw him break up the Bengals, you know, the, the Jones getting his second sack in that final Cincinnati Play, offensive play was probably the biggest play. I think Jones is the second most important player for Kansas City in this game. Obviously, the quarterback is the first right. player you're going to mention, especially when he 
is Patrick Mahomes. He throws the ball as much as he does. But if the Eagle if the Eagles lose in this game, if Kansas City wins, Chris Jones probably had a big. If I think Jones even. We, we know how MVP works for the Super Bowl, that the quarterbacks often earn the MVP, and even when they don't, if there's not an obvious pick, they usually give it to the quarterback. I still think Justin Tuck was robbed. I think Ty Law was robbed in the Super Bowl that Tom Brady got an MVP. But I would not be shocked if Chris Jones somehow, you know, if, if he gets a strip sack, right? If he gets, like, two sacks and forces, like, a fumble of Hurts or something like that, because the Eagles' offense is so good. It's it's not realistic to say to Kansas City, okay, let's hold them to 320 yards. Let's hold them to 14 points. That's not going to happen. The Eagles are going to move the ball. So the idea is, can you disrupt them? Can you make them punt a couple of times? Can you get a couple of turnovers? Can you rattle the cage of Hurts? Who, I mean, let's look at the schedule, man. I mean, look at look at the teams they beat. I mean, I know the NFC was, was, wasn't that great this year. The division wasn't that great. You can only play who's put in front of you. And the Chiefs didn't have the hardest schedule in the world either. But the Eagles had a cakewalk of a schedule. And then they played two playoff games. Hertz comes off an injury. We don't really know how healthy he is. He wasn't needed to do heavy lifting. He's thrown so few passes in the fourth quarter because games have gotten away from other teams. And the Eagles have just run the ball and salted away the clock. So has he really been has he is he up to this test? Can he throw haymakers back and forth with Patrick Mahomes? And again, all you're asking the Chiefs defense to do, we're not saying stop him. We're not saying shut him out. We're not saying win the game on defense. I'm just saying just just get in their way. Just disrupt them. Just make three or four plays that can tilt the game a little bit. I think Chris Jones is that guy who can do it. And that's a that's probably the second strongest reason I have for being on Kansas City. All right. Um uh, just uh, I, And listen, next week, folks, we're going to pick up more of the draft talk and things like that. But just out of curiosity, did you watch anything on the Senior Bowl this week? I know you had a rough week, so just in case, did, were you able yeah, to catch? I, 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 I haven't done any prep about the upcoming draft yet. I'm gonna That will start for me Monday. Yeah, exactly. I figured that. And then the other thing is Vic Fangio. What would you think of that hiring for the Miami Dolphins? I, I, I love going back backwards on the coaching uh the reverse peter principle whenever you can get a former coach who didn't work didn't work out as a head coach and get him as a coordinator i think it's a great move i, I fangio still a great defensive mind in my in my opinion i i think that this is and and now you got the balance that you need you know because on defense obviously you had some issues you had a lot of injuries uh, but now you've got like a head coach running your defense. And I think for McDaniel, that's going to be a really comforting thing that he doesn't have to necessarily worry about the defense and he can leave it to to a seasoned pro. All right, so let's I'll tell you what. There, there are 28 teams in the NFL that don't want to play the AFC East next year because Buffalo is set up to be good. The Look at the Jets' infrastructure, right? They just had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And you could argue that Brees Hall was as talented as those other two guys, right? Uh, Quinn Williams got a, a down ballot pick for defensive player of the year. If they can get a quarterback, the Jets are really dangerous in Miami. Even with all the stops and starts with Tua, they made the playoffs and they gave Buffalo a scare. Tyree Kill was in the running for offensive player of the year. Obviously, Jalen Waddle is still on the up escalator. And New England, who probably has the weakest roster on paper, how bad can a Bill Belichick team ever be? This looks like the best division in football to me. Yeah, no, it's there's no doubt that that division is going to be an absolute bitch. And you would expect the Jets. Oh, so let me play the shell game with you, the quarterback shell game. Okay, been having some fun with this. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo. No fence straddling. Tie them to one team each. Pack to the future. Right? Rodgers is going to the Jets. Carr is going to the Saints. And let's say Garoppolo goes to the Raiders. I got I got the reverse. 
I got Rogers going to the Ve- to Vegas, and I got Garoppolo going to the uh, to the Jets. That's what I got. Car, car in New Orleans. Yeah, car definitely. I'm, I agree with you in New Orleans, uh, but I I think Rogers does not want to deal with the New York market. Once he gets out of that black it's room a, a for four days, he, he, he's going to go. Yeah, I don't I don't need to deal with the New York Post yeah. bringing up my relationships and and this that and I don't get along with my parents and. Uh, yeah, yeah. In Vegas, he'll go play with Devontae Adams. He's a West Coast guy, so he's closer to the West Coast now. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I, I just think that, yeah, I, well, I may be wrong. You might be right that he might end up going to New York. I think that that's the with, – with you and me, the, here's where we're going to be either right or wrong. I think we're both going to be right on, on Carr going to New Orleans because that looks like a perfect fit for him, you know, overall – but I think the New York thing is going to be something that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be very comfortable with. The thing is, I think the Jets are a better suit set up to maybe be a winning team next year where I don't like the Vegas roster very much. I'm with you. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if he thinks that. You know what I mean? I'm not sure Plus, if I he's... Mean, you, you, go, you go to the AFC West. And, I, and look, I, I talked about how the AFC East is going to be a meat grinder and it oh, is. Oh, God, the but West. The AFC West, you got Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert... And God help us if Sean Payton can fi- fix Russell Wilson. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. But, I mean, he'll have a better chance of doing it than Hackett had. Yeah. That that division's set up to be a monster, too. Uh, it's going to be really hard to win there. Yeah, no, it'll be a bitch of a division either way. He's not he's not winning in the West. I'm sorry. Not with that team. The but Raiders are going to win 7 and 10. I don't think Brady, like when people thought Brady was going to go to the Raiders, like, well, why? To go well, yeah. 6 and 11? Yeah. I always thought, I'm disappointed. You talk about quarterback fits. I thought Brady fit San Francisco perfectly. I'm disappointed that's yeah. not going to happen. I agree. I agree. He would have been perfect there. He doesn't have to do a lot. He just has to From complete a couple passes. They've got the running game. They've got the defense. Yeah, they're dominant everywhere. They would have been a Super Bowl caliber team, and he would have had a chance to win Easily, they're a championship with that kind of team. I'm, he's I'm with from you that there. Area, right? He grew up. He was in the yes. stadium when Montana threw the pass to Clark. You exactly. Know, a 49er it, fan way back. Get one more victory lap. Go deep in the playoffs with San Francisco. I was. I don't know if they. I get a figure back channels. They must have kicked the tires, and maybe San Francisco's like, well, we think we can get Purdy back, and we have to see what we have with Trey Lance. I don't know what their angle is. They've made it clear they're not going to bring Garoppolo back. And, and Garoppolo, by the way, is the uh, he's the underrated guy in all this, right? Because Rodgers, you know, he's won MVPs and everything, and he's such a diva, such an attention guy. And I think Garoppolo gets over overlooked. I, it's it's only the injuries, dude. That's all it is, is that he yeah. breaks down all the time, and that's kind of been his entire – I mean, from the first time that he got on the field that for Deflategate, he couldn't even last the four games they needed him. Right. They had to Brissette use Brissett. You know what I mean? He's never had any luck whatsoever staying healthy. I think everybody looks at Jimmy and says, the dude can play. It's not that he can't play. It's just he's never available for you. And that's the, and that, I think, is what hurts him ultimately when it's all Bell said and point. done. Yeah. Because uh, he's not really a bad yeah. – and by the way, New York, they just had another – they just had one MILF monster. Now they're going to have a, a, a babe magnet now in, uh, in Jimmy Garoppolo. So – you know, he kind of gets to pick up where Broadway Joe left off. Every, every you know? quarterback's a babe back then. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been linked to Mallory Edens, who's the daughter of one yeah, of the – Yeah, but there's nothing like Garoppolo. Yeah. There's nothing like – like Garoppolo is looked at like he's a G, GQ model playing. By the way, have you ever seen that that video where he's at the Warriors game with with Kittle and, and, and uh, McCaffrey and two other guys? 
Did you ever see that video? Yeah, and they, and they act like they're not even there. Right. The, all the cheerleaders the come by to say hi to Jimmy, and they don't even act like – and you know that those guys would have gotten all kinds of attention in a club somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you're there, and Jimmy Garoppolo just, you know, just outshines everybody. Yeah, just, this quarterback – you know, right, what they call quarterback face, right? Right, he's, he's got it. the face of your organization. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's got he's got that face. All right, let's 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 get to some props in this game. Uh, let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Um, half an interception, higher or lower. Rushing yards, 18 and a half, higher or lower. 294 passing yards. Higher or lower, two and a half total TDs. Higher or lower? I'll tell you the ones that I would punch. Uh, he's going to throw a pick in this game because Philadelphia's got the best pass rush in the league, and it comes from five different guys. They had four different guys with double-digit sacks, and then Fletcher Cox, I think, had seven. So they get they rush you on the on the on the flanks. They rush you up the middle. They can rush you without exotic things, and that's such a valuable weapon. I don't think Mahomes is going to run much in this game either. And I know it's a low total. Usually I like betting running props for quarterbacks in the playoffs because, like, what are you saving yourself for? You know, you might as well just, you know, let it all hang out, YOLO, you'll go for it. But And he did have that big run at the end of the Bengals game. But I would lean under on his rushing props. Plus, if you think Kansas City is going to win the game, you're going to get the deal downs too. I feel confident he'll throw a pick in this game. I feel confident he will not run that much in this game. The other two props I'm going to – to skip, but there's plenty of Kansas City stuff I like. In fact, I'll just pivot to the next thing. How about the two and a half touchdowns? Total, not thrown, but total. You got to figure he goes over that. This is going to be a high-scoring game, and they, Kansas City doesn't, you know, they, they don't. Pacheco's been okay, but when they get in close, they they score on touch. They score right. on touchdown passes. It's right. Mahomes who is the guy who gets the touchdowns. Uh, and how about the passing? Two ninety-four and a half. It's such a big number. I think I, I would. I have to bet over if, if you force me to play it, but I'm not going to play it. All right, Pacheco, <laughs> forty-nine and a half yards rushing, uh, fifteen and a half yards receiving. Jarek McKinnon, twenty-two and a half yards receiving, three receptions, and I'm going to go five and a half uh, rushing attempts. What do you think? Any of those? <laughs> Excuse me, a little bit of a cold here. Um, these are two. This is where I really feel confident. It's a shame we didn't talk early in the week as the number keeps going up, but McKinnon's receiving yards in Pacheco's. Now, McKinnon had a huge December. In the playoffs, it's been a little bit more Pacheco. He's getting more in the circle of trust, and Mahomes has been checking down rather than running because he's a little bit hobbled. But what do you do against a team that has a great pass rush? How do you slow it down? Screen game. Get the ball out of your quarterback's hands. I think both these running backs are going to easily beat their receiving props. Okay. All right. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, half a touchdown, seven and a half receptions, and 79 and a half yards receiving. Those are all such huge numbers, but. I I love receiving touchdown. Half a receiving touchdown? Me too. I'm punching receiving touchdown. I already have that. The thing with Philly is they play so much zone. And what does that mean? Define throws in the middle of the field. That's Travis Kelsey. And they're going to, even though the Chiefs don't have great wide receivers, they're, Philadelphia is going to concede if, if, if they have to give up Travis Kelsey seven yards, nine yards, 11 yards, that's better than Felda Scantling cat, catching a 40 yard pass or McCole Hardman getting behind somebody or Sky Moore, God forbid, you know, Kadarius Tony gets on the field. So, teams, as great as Kelsey is, teams want you to have a 15 play drive. They don't want you to have a five play drive. I, I think Kelsey's going to have 11 catches in this game. 
All right. Uh, receivers, as you talked about right now, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, three and a half receptions and 37 and a half receiving yards. Kadarius Toney, three receptions, 27 and a half receiving yards. Marquez, Valding, Marquez Valdez Scantling, um, 37 and a half yards receiving and two and a half receptions. Any of those interesting to you? Yeah, Juju, because again, the middle of the field is going to be open, and you're talking about a team that plays zone, that, that plays into Juju's skill set. The problem with everybody else in this receiving tree is you just never know who's in the circle of trust, who's going to dress, who's going to be on the field. And God forbid, like Hardman runs the wrong route, or you know, Sky Moore drops a pass, or you know, MVS does something wrong. I mean, they can easily get mothballed and get ignored for the rest of the game. I don't feel comfortable playing any of their receivers and any of their props other than Juju. I think Juju's an easy over in this guy. He's going to have like not, not even Sky Moore seven and a half yards receiving over and under. I, I love props you can win on one play. You know, even, uh, that, even that, one that's what I was thinking anywhere. about the Sky Moore one. Like he's. They throw to him every once in a while, and he'll easily get seven and a half yards, dude. I might bet two of them in tandem and think, well, I'm going to hit one of them, and maybe if I get lucky, I get two of them. But <laughs> let me give you the thrust here. The ones I really like, Mahomes will throw a pick. The receivers are going to be involved in the passing game, and bet anything you want on Travis Kelsey because there's no way. The problem with Kelsey is you can't cover him because he's bigger than everybody else. Right. Even if you have somebody standing right next to him, He's got the catch radius, so he's always open, even when he doesn't look open. They can't win without b him being a big part of it anyway. No, he's, really he's just a stud. All right, Jalen Hurts, there's a lot of these that are, that are pretty interesting. One and a half passing TDs, half a rushing TD. We're going to go with 49 and a half yards rushing, 239 and a half yards passing, and half an interception. He'll throw the pick. This may sound counterintuitive. He's going to have a rushing touchdown, but he's not going to beat his rushing prop. Keep in mind what Hurts is. He's a resourceful runner, and they call design runs for him. But he's not the Lamar Jackson, Steve Young, Michael Vick breakaway runner. You, like, you, you watch like a Justin Fields highlight, and you always know at any point, even if Justin Fields is in trouble, he might make it into a 60-yard run. That's not Hurts' game. He is a good runner, but he's a different. He's more of a physical runner. He's more of a schemed up runner. They love him at the goal line. He's going to have a rushing touchdown in this game. But I think he'll only have about thirty rushing yards. Okay, for the pick too. All right, let's go to the running backs because there's some interesting stuff here. Okay, Miles Sanders obviously is their number one guy, but all right. So first, four and a half yards receiving for Miles Sanders, sixty and a half yards rushing for Miles Sanders, half a rushing plus receiving TD. So either one gets you over that half. And then the other one is Kenneth Gainwell. 11 and a half yards receiving, four and a half rushing attempts, and 19 and a half rushing yards. Your yeah, thoughts on this? Those last two, we've been talking about Gainwell some during the playoffs. Those last two numbers speak to me. Because I think Gainwell's carved out a role here. And remember... Yes. Not that, not that they're necessarily looking towards next year, but Sanders is a free agent. I think Gamewell, and I know Gamewell's only about 200 pounds or so, but and this is always going to be a committee-driven team, plus a quarterback who runs, so that's part of the committee too. But Gamewell's probably going to be their starter next year. I think the Eagles, the way they're structured, they like Sanders, but they're not going to prioritize him. If anybody else wants to give him a good contract, they'll be like, okay, you know, we had a nice run, thanks a lot. And isn't it interesting that Sanders was a really good receiver when he came out of college. He had a big receiving year his first year. This year, he didn't even get to 100 receiving yards. They just shut him out. That part of that is Hurts doesn't want... When you have a running quarterback, they don't check down. They run. So a lot of times that hurts the running backs in the receiving game. But 
I, it sounds crazy. I actually would go under on Sanders for the receiving. I don't think they're going to prioritize him at all in that way. And I love the Gamewell props. Gamewell, I think Gamewell's going to have like seven carries for like 35 yards. Right, exactly. Exactly. To me, he'll, the 19 and a half, I, I don't know, man. Maybe they know yeah, something we don't. One play. He, he gets the second level, you just won. He's done. Right. You got it. I'm with you. All right. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Let's go with uh, five receptions for A.J. Brown, 72 and a half yards receiving. Devonta Smith, five receptions, 64 and a half yards receiving. If I were going to play Smith, I would only play the receiving yards. I wouldn't play the catches. But I'll tell you what I've already bet on. I've already taken A.J. Brown over his yardage. I got it maybe a yard lower, but you know, low 70s, he'll beat that. And A.J. Brown's longest reception, I think, is in the neighborhood of 26.5. Kansas City, I agree with you, Kansas City secondary. When you have young players, what's underrated is that by the end of the season, they're basically like an, another year of experience. So I don't think the Kansas City secondary is as bad as people want to make it out to be. But let's look at the stats, right? They're 29th against number one receivers, and that's what A.J. Brown is. He's a guy who wins on every type of route, everywhere on the field. He's going to end this game with like 95, 100 yards, and he's going to have at least one long splash play. I, I like to go 26 and a half over, and I like him, whatever the yardage prop is. And, and remember, we always talk about this with props. If you're going over, bet early. If you're going under, bet late. So if you're thinking of going over on some of these props, I would get them in as soon as you can because people like to bet overs anyway, and these numbers are going to keep rising. I'm going over on A.J. Brown. Dallas Garter, uh, last one here. Tight end, five receptions, 48 and a half yards receiving. Lean over on the yardage. Again, I, I, the catches, I'm not sure what to do with that because the, the Chiefs will throw 45 passes. If the Eagles can get away with 27, 28 passes, they'll do that. I would lean over on the guard at yardage, but I don't love his props. Okay. All right. There you go. What do you got going on in Yahoo so folks uh, can check you out, my friend, this weekend? Yep. A lot of baseball content up. We gave out our players were most excited to draft and do know that Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is open for business. And when you need to debrief from the Super Bowl, the Yahoo Fantasy Football forecast will be coming at you Monday. I'll be taping with Matt Harmon, giving you a look at what just happened and a look ahead. And, of course, you know, we're going to have all sorts of content covering the draft covering the NFL draft, free agency, all that type of stuff, because the NFL has a 12-month calendar, as we all know. Remember last year, right? It was just crazy with receivers. All the Last year was the receiver changing team. Yeah. A.J. Brown changed. Devontae Adams changed. You guys got Tyreek Hill. This year it's going to be all about the quarterbacks, which you and I teased a little while ago. So the NFL is going to have a crazy offseason, and we're going to be here for you covering it and excited about it at Yahoo Sports. What would you think of uh, Zach Thomas? I deserve it. I, he deserved it so badly. And, man, it, it – it makes me so frustrated. I'm glad, but frustrated at the same time that Don yeah. Coryell goes in long after he's passed. Because I hate that, that guy. Yeah, that guy obviously. You know, Steve Sable went in after he died, which will always frustrate me. He gets people in the Hall of Fame. Ken Stabler went in after he died. Clifford Branch. You know, let's let's be. I think everybody's heard this, but you know, let's let's tell people what we think about them when they're here. Yeah, you know, let's no. not wait. Hey, when Andy Reid retires, why does he have to wait five years, bro? Why? Yeah. Right. You know, like we're, we know what it is now and five years from now and 10 years from now, get his ass in once he retires. Don't wait five years. Do things can change. Do that, right? Did, yeah. Didn't the NHL put Gretzky in right away when he retired or something like that? I'm not sure. That, I, I forgot about that. Did they? I, think I have they no did. problem with that. Me neither. <laughs> I have no Who's problem. Who's going against Wayne Gretzky? Yes. I mean, give me a break. Although it, it'll be a baseball rider. Because there's always right, some yeah. idiot at baseball rider. It's like 99%. It's like. Yep. Dude, it's Derek Jeter. It's Hank Aaron. It's Babe Willie, Ruth. It's Willie Mays. It's Mickey Mantle. It's Willie right? Mays. Yeah, did, did, didn't see enough. <laughs> where, where, where are you? What's wrong with you? How can you be the one guy? You know, it's 
Baseball always has that idiot that does that every single sure. time. All right. You're so right on that. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Scott underscore Pianowski and catch his exceptional work there at Yahoo. Glad to have you back, my friend. I hope all is well. Thanks, buddy. Great to talk to you, big guy. Enjoy the game. Thank you, my friend. There you go. Scott Pianowski getting it done. Sports Grill, baby. Eight great locations. I've been saying for years, seven great locations. Now I get to say eight great locations, which is just absolutely awesome, folks. So go check it out. You got the Super Bowl this weekend. The Doral location is open and ready to go. They got all kinds of specials for you, all kinds of food and drink specials going on. And they've always got specials going on for NFL games. So uh, enjoy it out there. The special grilled wings. Remember, their sauces now you can take them home with you sports grill baby great place to go with friends and family members and great food and great sports this is the sportsgrill.com dolphins and nfl draft report with yahoo sports scott pianowski cheer on your favorite south florida sports team at sportsgrill.com with eight great locations go to sportsgrill.com and find a slice of sports heaven Yes, a slice of sports heaven. That's exactly what it is. I should have some special grilled wings this weekend. That sounds like a... And yes, Gretzky was right in after the 99. He retired, immediately inducted into the NHL Hall of Fame. Yes, and why waste any stinking time, bro? Um, There's some Marlins news. No. Yes. Good news? I don't know if it's good news. What do you got? Sixto Sanchez has lost 46 pounds. Okay. Said shoulder's good. Hasn't been told if or when he'll pitch in the spring games, but expects to pitch in games in March or April. He's thrown five bullpen sessions. Feels great. Even hit 88 miles per hour. Important variable for the Marlins. Wow. Okay. It's been how many years now since we last saw Sixto? Like three, four years oh, ago? I thought it was Sixto. Huh? Oh, six, six years for Sixto? I honestly forgot he was on the Marlins. I knew he was still on the Marlins, but it's like I've given up on him because the poor kids had so many injuries, and now it's been a few years, and you just don't know if he still has that same wicked-ass arm that he had that you can tell there was, like, there was talent there, bro. Talent. Serious freaking talent that that kid has. What a shame. Uh, let's see. Big O, the other day you were talking that they should have a museum. They built a beautiful amphitheater on the site called Bethel Woods Center for the Arts, which has a Woodstock Museum. Oh, they do. Oh, that is awesome. See, that's smart. Smart. Should, man. It's a historic place. That's very cool. Maybe I'll visit it one day. Uh, let's see. Eagles didn't play anyone. Well, they're still damn good. Eagles Miami Super Bowl. Let me down. Eagles will win this game, says David. Zachary, uh, Big O, don't have much time. Just wanted to say congrats to Zach Thomas on finally getting into the NFL Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. About damn time. I'm, a, I'm with you there, Zachary, like the rest of us. Uh, we agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. Son of Liberty says uh, Eagles will win the Super Bowl and Jalen will raise the trophy in the air Sunday night. He's a great QB. He's not a great QB, not yet, but he is one hell of a player and he's a great human being. 
No doubt about that. Leader, everything. He's got it all. He hasn't turned the corner yet to be a great QB yet. But his team is so good, he just has to be good enough on Sunday night. For Jalen, I'm glad Miami didn't draft him. Uh, between Flores and the fans, Jalen and Tua deserve better. Well, I am uh, I'm still surprised with Jalen, by the way. I'm impressed with Jalen because I didn't expect him to be that good. You sending uh, something to Cam there? Huh? Did, did you hear about the story with – you know, remember when Mitchell Trubisky was taken out because there was a bug going through the Steelers and Tyler – sorry, Tyler uh, – Kenny Pickett was inserted to be the starting quarterback? Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know, Radio Rose, a lot of stories being told. Apparently, uh, wide receiver Deontay Johnson punched Mitch Trubisky in the face in the locker room, which is – why Kenny was <laughs> put into the game. That's All why right. he was benched. Because so, Mitchell had a busted lip, so they didn't want to put him out there? Yeah, that was the bug that was going around the uh, busted Steelers eye. locker room. So, so a player busted Mitchell Trubisky, and they said, well, look at his face. It's damaged. We can't put him out there. Then uh, they're going to be asking all kinds of questions, so we'll start Kenny Pickett. And so, like... You know, but it's not like Mitchell Trubisky's Wally Pip. Okay, so let's not let's not get like it is Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, we kind of know who he is. And he got punched because he wasn't getting the receiver the ball enough. Yeah, that's okay. All right, I, I'm I, I've been a Kenny Pickett believer from day one, from day one. When, when the when I liked him in the draft, and when the Steelers drafted him, I said this. This kid, give him some time because obviously, you know, you're not going to get a finished product right away. But he's got it. I watched it at Pittsburgh. He's got moxie, bro. And then he was coming out of draft to talk about his hands and all that. Give me a break, dude. The kid can play. Just give him some time. Let him grow. And he started to grow towards the end of that uh, of this past season in his rookie year. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in the future. All right, let's, uh, let's talk. Let's unleash the wolf pack. Cameron Wolf with our KSDTCPA Miami Dolphins and NFL Report. We unleash the Wolf Pack as we get the latest in the NFL and the Miami Dolphins with our KSDTCPA Pro Football Report with NFL Network Insider Cameron Wolf. KSDT is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDTCPA is a full-service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305-670-3370. Here's NFL Insider Cameron Wolf. All right, all right, all right. There he is. Oh, you got the sunglasses on. It's it's Friday. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. And you, fresh from a four-day dark retreat, Tell us how it was. <laughs> hey, man, I, I wish I had that retreat like Aaron Rodgers did, you know? You know, I'm sure there's all kinds no, of... No, you don't. There. You don't no. want to be in a dark room for four days, no, no like lights, that. and they slide some... Get the hell out of here. I want to be on a beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, that's therapy for me, doggy. 
sitting on the uh, sitting on the coast watching yeah. the beach roll in and they yeah. bringing me a drink me and the wife are just kicking it and that to me is therapy there's something wrong with you if you want to be locked up in a room for four days you got some demons or something you're trying to deal with doggy because the way i deal with demons come on man give me yeah. a cold one i'm chilling out i'm relaxing that's all i need to do yep yeah. i'm with you man I, I love the sun i can't imagine just being in the darkness being someone's retreat but you know, if you got medicine like Aaron Rodgers, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't remember any of those four days. The mushrooms and you're taking the mushrooms and all that. God bless. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I. I, I hope he's not doing cocaine because then he'll be paranoid in the dark. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would that be would really be bad. bad. Yeah, that that would be really bad. By the way, what the hell happened with the the Michael Irvin situation? Looks really, really like. Harry, bro, like like somebody is getting bamboozled here. You know, I kind of feel bad. I don't know enough about this. I don't know. Have, has anything else come out? Has that video come out yet? But I have a hard time believing that in 45 seconds, that guy, that poor guy gets kicked off for the week or anything. I'm dying to find out what the hell happened because this is that's this is an odd story, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, Mike is a, a teammate of mine, so I can't really <laughs> go too depth in there. No, uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about it, that. That's it right. Is, uh, but it's it weird. Yeah, it's something. It's something. Yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I just kind of, it almost feels like an incident that should have been looked into a lot more before any kind of decision was made. That's what I wish would have happened, unfortunately. But he came back with some fire, $100 million, and ensuing so uh i'm glad I, it's like when he was cleared of that stuff that he was accused of years ago when he came back come say it with the same kind of you know uh, vigor enthusiasm or fire or whatever word i forgot what adjective he was saying because everybody was going after him and then he was cleared and it was like well come on guys let's go use the same energy when you clear me as you do when you accuse me you know that kind of stuff so i hope we kind of take a step back here and wait till everything comes in because it's a really weird story i just have a hard time believing that in 45 seconds the whole world is going to end like that it's just kind of odd and anyways by the way everything that he's been through you kind of figure you you know wow that is weird man it's a weird story okay i'll I'll, I'll let you off the hook on that one all right i want to play a little um shell game with you okay the aforementioned aaron Rodgers, Derek carr and Jimmy Garoppolo put the three teams they stay on when it's all said and done. No fence rattling, no and if, buts, whatever. Where does Aaron Rodgers land? Where does um, Carr and Garoppolo land? Okay. Um, interesting. So it's still early in the offseason, so this is not my, like, full reporting. Right. Um, but this is just sort of my It's a guess. guess. Yes. This is off what I know now. I will say Aaron Rodgers ends up in Las Vegas with his good buddy, Devontae Adams, and they reunite there. They find a way, they make it happen. Um, I will say that Derek Carr ends up in New Orleans with the Saints, but not via trade, via release and him signing with the Saints. 
Um, Which, by, by the way, say, doesn't make sense, right? If you're the Saints, don't you want to trade them because the salary right now is cap-friendly at 40. You can actually adjust it if you want, but it's also a it's a year-to-year contract, too, where you can actually get out of it if it's not a good deal for you right away. If you sign him straight up as a free agent, you now have to give him a big-ass signing bonus up front, and he's on your team for three years, guaranteed. Yes, correct. Um, there is saying, two just elements saying. there, right? With Derek Carr, he has a no-trade clause. So if he really wanted to play hardball, he could say, I am not accepting a trade anywhere and push the Raiders' hand up into that February 15th guarantee deadline when they'll be forced to release him. And so if, ideally, from Derek Carr's perspective, from what I understand, his preference is to be released so that he can have all his choice of what's going on. It's right. free reign, get free agency. So if he wanted to take that route, he could certainly do that, and there's nothing that can stop him. The Saints right now are probably trying to convince him, because like you said, they give up a pick, but they also have the advantage of not having to compete with other teams for services and at the same time not having to compete for a contract. And a friendly, a team-friendly exactly. contract, actually. And the other thing about the Saints, although they find a way to manage it, they are not in a great cap space. They haven't been in the great cap space for years. They still have a huge number of Drew Brees uh, contract on their cap. And so they have to navigate that as they go about this, too. So um, I do think there's a, a, a partnership there with the Saints and Derek Carr that I think they make work, but maybe it's not in that trade route. All right. Um, By the way, next time you meet with Omar, just talk to him about that salary cap stuff because he thinks it's all fake. Yeah, he says it's not real, right? Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> Uh, and so the last one is Jimmy Garoppolo. Interesting. Um, I I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna straddle the fence here, but I'll say there's two teams I'm torn between: Tampa Bay, because they are gonna need a quarterback, and Houston. Wow, you left out the Jets. I don't not I do not think that I do not think that Derek Carr. I mean, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo becomes a Jet. I don't know what the Jets are gonna do. Wow. Um, but interesting. I. I, I do not have them in the mix or striking in the mix here. Well, know, they, they don't they don't want another uh, another milf magnet on the team. It's, it's still it's still early in the offseason. and so there could be another quarterback that becomes available. Um, but I'm just trying to picture the pieces, right? I say the Texans because of this. D'Amico Ryan's his new head coach there, mm -hmm. um, and he obviously has an experience with Jimmy Garoppolo being right. there in San Fran. The GM there, Nick Casario, is a Patriot guy which means he was a part of drafting Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. And I think they've seen what they needed to see in Davis Mills to know that he is probably not the answer going forward. Yeah. Now, you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, it gives you a little bit of freedom for whatever happens. Say if you love one quarterback in this draft, they have the number two pick. Say if they love a quarterback at one and somebody trades ahead of them, in Chicago, it takes that pick and takes Bryce Young or whoever their preferred quarterback. They don't feel the need to force it at two if they have Jimmy. And Jimmy can be a stopgap or he can be a guy as long as they need him to. And so that could be an option. Also, Tampa, this is a team with Todd Bowles, who is, let's just call it what it is, probably going to enter 2023 on the hot seat. And so he needs to win now. And he's probably not in a position where they could draft a quarterback and wait for him. So they are probably a team in the veteran quarterback mix as well. And so um, that's sort of what I would say I see happening. The Jets, that that's an interesting team because they they, they very much need a veteran too. Um, but I don't know if I see an easy fix there. I mean, if they strike out on Aaron Rodgers, I don't know 
um, what their immediate route is because they seem like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers or bus team. I got to tell you, you make all the sense in the world with uh, the move for Carr to New Orleans. There's no reason he has to take the hardline approach and go Kirk Cousins and get all the money you can and guarantees and all that. So you're right. He has to force the he has to force the release, and he can't allow them to trade for him because that's a cap friendly deal for them, not for him. So mm-hmm. you are right about that. And then the Houston thing, I have I have Garoppolo going to New York. So we'll see if I'm right or wrong. But the case you make for Houston is so good. And then here's the other thing that I hate to say this about Jimmy, but I don't think winning is his number one priority in life. And so if he goes to a place where he's wanted by the people, the coach and the front office guy, they're willing to give him the money. I think he's happy with that in itself. You know what I'm saying? And and, and if there's sort of a, I don't know if there's a quid pro quo, but if there's a, hey, you're going to be our starter to start the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then that's a lot better than, hey, you're going to go somewhere you can compete. Obviously, the Jets has the job where you can walk in and be. Oh the yeah, starter. he'll be the guy, please. Um, but if 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 you're in a situation where you've got relationships with the head coach and the GM, you trust them a little bit more. It's a great they're point. They're giving you more money. I don't. I didn't want to pick the chalk all across the board. I want to get like That's I said. Good. This is not That's reporting. Good. This good. is just my guess. That's good. And so Jimmy G to the Texans is one that makes a lot of sense to me. Like you say, they're not a contender like the other teams I've mentioned. But as we know. Teams don't – quarterbacks and players don't always pick contenders. No. Oh, a lot of times it's the relationships, the the money, and maybe there's an idea that, hey, I'm with a team that's going to build. Maybe I'm a Ryan Fitzpatrick here where I can leave this team for a couple years and try to convince them I'm the guy because I'm younger than Ryan. But if not, then I get a pretty big bag. And, you know, I'm, I'm vibing in Houston, which is warm. Good insight. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. That, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that can go the way that you're uh, you're definitely talking about it. I'm I'm with you there. All right, uh, let's uh, get a prediction out of you, uh, Philadelphia, and uh, and uh, Kansas City. What do you think? Very good game. I am so pumped. Um, it's going to be interesting because I get to watch this game at home and uh, have some drinks, which I do not get to do at work. <laughs> Give me the Eagles. Uh, Eagles twenty-seven to twenty-one. Uh, I will say that. Um, Patrick Mahomes has a great day, but he can't win by himself. And to me, I think the Eagles are better in nearly at every quarterback outside of every category outside of quarterback, tight end, and maybe head coach. Um, those are key categories, but the Eagles have a better offensive line. They have a better defensive line. They have a better overall defense. They have better skill position uh, receivers. Uh, they have a better running game. And to me, ultimately, um, I think they're going to control the line of scrimmage. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to make that throw when he needs to make the throw. When everybody is saying all week, the, one of the craziest parts of Super Bowl week is how the 49ers are going about Radio Row talking about how the Eagles aren't this, the Eagles aren't that. We would have blew them out if we had our quarterback. And it just does not jive with me based on they beat this team by 24 points. They dominated them. I think the Eagles have something to prove even as the quote-unquote favorites for this game. And uh, I think they get their Super Bowl. Don't don't the uh, Chiefs have the most uh, disruptive and dominating linemen? The, a defensive lineman? Uh, Frank Line, Clark just and Chris one Jones. Guy. One uh, guy. Just one guy. The, the Out of both D-lines, 
who's the best player of them all? Probably Chris Jones, right? You would say that. But here's one thing to think about with Chris Jones. Chris Jones, um, up until last week, or the AFC Championship game, did not have a single playoff sack. He got his first playoff sack last year in the AFC playoffs, uh, the championship game. So although in the regular season he's been a dominant force, he I would argue that Chris Jones was the best defensive tackle in football this year, better than Aaron Jones, Donald, better than anyone. He was that dominant. But in the playoffs, he hasn't been that same player. I think the best defensive lineman on the field, or you can defensive front guy, however you want to call it, uh, on Sunday will be Hassan Reddick, the Eagles pass rusher. He has 19 and a half sacks. Yeah, he's been amazing this season year. In the playoffs combined, most in the league. And his he literally disrupted the whole 49ers plan by injuring, <laughs> injuring Brock Purdy off that sack. And so – I think that his 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 pressure off the, the edge is going to really disrupt uh, the Chiefs' right tackle Andrew Wiley, and uh, I think that he's going to be in Patrick Mahomes' face all day. So to me, I think he'll be the best defensive front guy. But Chris Jones is is a force, is a force. But I think people are completely underrating how good this Eagles' offensive line is. I can't remember an offensive line as good as they are, and I think that they will. I don't say I don't want to say stop, but slow down. Chris Jones to where he is not a, a game wrecker. Thoughts on Zach Thomas finally making the Pro Football Hall of Fame, something that a lot of us down here have been wanting for a long time, and uh, we feel he got his due. What do you feel? I love it. I love it. And I'll, I'll say this, just kind of being real. I was surprised. I looked at this Hall of Fame class, and I was like, probably not this year. You know, you got you got a deeper class, you know, a couple guys who I thought might have got in, didn't get in. And so I thought maybe it was last year or the year before would have been the year he got in. Um, but he has been well overdue. Um, Zach Thomas, like uh, well, they didn't put I in remember. a lot of linebackers in this one. So, no, no, that's no. Why. He was going up against, you know, the middle linebacker spots, a tough spot to get in. You know, we saw Ray Lewis. We saw Brian Erlacher, but it's been slow for them. Like Patrick Willis may have to go through some of the same things that Zach Thomas went through. And now the 49ers fans are probably – because he was on the ballot too. And he right, but he's it. had the injury stuff. That's why yes. his his career was shorter than Zach's. Yeah. Yes, it, 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 hit a, it hit a peak. There was times when Patrick Willis was the best middle linebacker in football. Yeah. But it was – you're right. He's got the Terrell Davis argument to an extent. Not to that full extent. Like Terrell, I think, only had six years. I think Patrick Willis maybe had eight. But still, it's a shorter – a shorter span that he was great. Um, but I'm, I'm happy for Zach, like just seeing his emotion when Jimmy Johnson uh, was up upstairs in his house waiting for him to give him the, the note that he was in the Hall of Fame. Like, man, it, it hits you, right? It hits you because, um, you know, you know how many days, like they say the right things. If you don't get in the Hall of Fame, you say the right thing, like, hey, it wasn't my time or, or you know, I'll get him next year, that sort of thing. But I can imagine these dudes are hurt. You know, you put everything into it. You're you're waiting for that moment, and you get disappointed. Like all those years of disappointment, and to finally get it, I can't imagine what that celebration uh, was well, like. Well, remember, you you could retire as a great player with a championship, and then you can kind of live with that. If yep. you don't get into the Hall of Fame, you'll take it a little personal, but you got your championship. But if you are a great player and you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and you didn't win a championship. That kind of 
you know, leaves a void like, yo, man, I, I contributed more to the game than just this, just the yeah, stats. Yeah. I deserve to be, you know, m you know, remembered a little bit more. And so guys like Marino and guys like Jason Taylor and guys like Zach Thomas, they were great players. They just yeah. did not have the right elements around them so they could enjoy a championship. But individually, they belong in that building with some of the great players because they're not the first and they're not the last of great players that will go an entire career without a championship, unfortunately, because yeah. yeah. it's a damn team sport, dude. It's just not one or two guys are going to make the difference. No, man, you need several guys to get there. And so to me, that's, that's probably the void that Zach had in him. And once JT went in a few years ago, that void probably grew even more for him because it was like, man, I'm, you know, just like JT, I didn't win the title, but man, I gave a lot to football and I deserve it. That's your Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's, your, that's your Super Bowl, essentially, yeah. your post-career Super Bowl. And I argue it's even better, you know, we're all team, 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 but hey, you don't get, you know, you get called a Hall of Famer Zach Thomas the rest of your life as far as your intro. Pretty much everywhere you're going to go, here's Hall of Famer. It's, it's not always Super Bowl champion in front, you know. It'll say former NFL linebacker, but you get a Hall of Fame linebacker, Zach, Zach Thomas, um, yeah. that's something special. And like you said, you're in a special fraternity. You can, you, you don't have, it's not awkward, you know, when we're talking Hall of Fame, when you're talking with your good buddy, Zach Thomas. I mean, uh, uh, Jason Taylor. You know, you're, you're, you know, y'all are equal. Y'all yeah. are in the same fraternity. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm pumped for him. I'm happy for Dolphins fans because um, I didn't know how much the push was until I got here. Like, obviously, I grew up watching Zach Taylor and I consider him right there neck and neck with Ray Lewis and Brian Urlacher. I know Dolphins fans will say better, but I said to me, they were all in that same category of the three best linebackers of the generation I grew up in really dominating quarterbacks. And so he was the last one who didn't get in. And so I remember that, but just to see how Dolphins fans gave such a hard push and just shared the individual stories, because I saw it on TV from far away, but I didn't hear the individual stories of how connected you guys were as a fan base, Zach, Zach, Zach Thomas. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ecstatic for him. I'm ecstatic for Dolphins fans. And so it kind of felt like a, uh, a wrong was finally righted. Uh, when he got in. Right, and it's it's a good thing that you just said that, you know, you could be a champion, but then you'll be a former champion because there'll be a new champion. Right. But you can't yep. be a former uh, Hall of Famer. You're always yep. a Hall of Famer. Yep. That, 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 that It won't be former champion. It won't be X this. It won't, no, it's mm -hmm. Hall of Famer for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. All right, what do you got going on in the NFL Network? Nothing, huh? Just hanging out this weekend? Way Nothing, to go. Man. Yeah, man. They, they don't need anything from me this week. So uh, I'm, I'm hanging out. I'm going to um, hang with the family. We're actually uh, just breaking bread on our new house today. Um, we've, nice. we've had it for a few months now, but we're going to have people over for the first time and have a housewarming, so to speak. So I'm sure as soon as I get off the call with you, my wife's going to have 17 things for me to do to get the house ready. And so we'll have that tonight and then we'll, we'll, we'll watch the Super Bowl. And, and then I got a couple weeks of vacation planned before combine. So, um, yeah, man, um, you get a short break and then you're right back in it. Um, but I'm going to take advantage of these, uh, these couple of weeks butch barry did not get very good reviews from reports out there i know he gets a clean start here so we can only judge him by what he does here but it wasn't good at um uh things were kind of ugly in denver just your overall view of butch barry so far 
yeah, I saw a lot of the notes that you sent that that were across social media were just uh, not great, right? And so that's not the taste that you want in your mouth as a Dolphin fan when you're welcoming an O-line coach. Um, I don't know the guy personally. And so for me as a reporter, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give them clean give slate, them the grade clean slate, as if as if I know nothing about them. But at the same time, if you're a fan, all you have to go off of is, is what you read. And so what I think is he's going to have to prove that he's different, right? He's going to have to prove that he's different than what everybody's saying about him. And the reality of this is, especially in this era, the players have read that too. You know, the players have read all the comments on social media about him. Don't don't for one second think that, you know, a Teron Armstead or a Robert Hunt or a Connor Williams has hasn't heard. They may try to they may do my route and say, "Hey, we're going to give him a clean slate." But they have heard it, and so it's in their mind. And so it's going to be up to him to convince people and to show people that he's different than whatever people are, are saying. And a lot of times you don't know. People are saying things because they had a bad experience or whatever. Um, I will say this. I know that McDaniel has been with him in San Fran. And so for whatever his reason, he feels good about him leading this offensive line. And offensive line is a core of this offense. So it's going to be a zone blocking scheme, which he has done before. I don't think that was a great fit in Denver because they were trying to run some man blocking schemes and he's his own blocking guy. Um, but I will say like <laughs> with Butch's story and with the history of offensive linemen cycling through here with Miami, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like it, the continued cycle, right? If we can have an offensive lineman coach for more than a year, it would be a miracle. Um, so, you know, it's it's such a huge part of this team. We talk about the quarterback so much. Um, but this offense um, has made improvement, but for them to reach that next level, they need an offensive line coach that can continue to develop these young dudes. You know, you don't need to develop Toronto. Toronto's going to be fine. Right. You you know, but you need to develop your 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 Liam Eikenbergs, your Austin Jacksons, even continued development with Robert Hunt. Um, these are the guys who are going to make or break whether you are a – average to below average offensive line versus being a good or potentially great offensive line. On the way out, Dougie Fresh just wants to tell you there on the chat board, tell Cam I'm running a special on my Panhandle Darkness Retreats. It's located <laughs> in a panic room of a Piggly Wiggly near the customer bathroom. So there you go. So I can hook you Piggly up. Piggly Wiggly you're... reference. Um, I, I love it. I'm, I'm from Mississippi, and I was talking to somebody yesterday. Um, my grandma's house is still right across the street from Piggly Wiggly. I don't know there's many states that still have Piggly Wiggly. No, they're all gone away. here. We had them here um, a long time ago. Exactly. Gone. But, but my home state of Mississippi, we're always 20, 30 years behind the rest of the, <laughs> the, rest of the country. And so Piggly Wiggly is still the main shopping area. But I will not be in that dark house. Sorry. I, I, I prefer my mild sunlight and matter of fact i'm about to go outside right now and get some more of it follow him on twitter at cameron wolf have a great weekend my brother enjoy the party enjoy the super bowl we'll talk on monday or tuesday tuesday we'll talk on tuesday sounds good oh you got it there you go cameron wolf baby we unleash the wolf pack this has been the ksdt cpa pro football report with nfl insider cameron wolf KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full-service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at ksdtcpa.com or call 305-670-3370. All right, all right, all right. There we are. Good stuff as always.
<sighs> yes. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? You guys got any questions? You can, remember, you can send in your questions, comments, and complaints. Um, uh, also, by making a donation on Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show on Cash App or Venmo. I will have a crypto show tomorrow. So we'll do something tomorrow at 1 o'clock. When is the wrestling show coming back? Tuesday? Tuesday, the wrestling show is coming back. And then I'm going to start working on the uh, music show, too, uh, for this platform. So we'll have that. Boy, H-Bar still going strong against the grain, man. I like it. Mina Protocol, pretty strong, too. I like it. I like it. I like it. Bitcoin at 21.7 after the dip. The market. Where's the market at right now, huh? How bad is it? Oh, the Dow, the Dow bounced back. It's up 112 points. S&P's down a point and a half, unfortunately. Okay, so that's what we got going on overall. All right. Uh, hearing that Cam moved again is the most shocking news we've heard all week, actually. Cam moved again. What's that? What's that? What's that about? No, no, that's the same house. He's been there for about three months. They're just oh. doing the housewarming now. Yeah, they're doing the housewarming. They didn't move now, from the all. other. And you know how it is when you move into, uh, maybe you don't, but when you move into a house, you, it's like not ready yet. You move in and you're fixing this and fixing that and all. Unless you moved into a brand new house. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of taking my mom to the Doobie Brothers concert in May. Worth the ticket? Yes, they are. They're worth the ticket. Yes. Yes, the Doobie Brothers sound great still. Uh, and they're touring with um, uh, Michael McDonald. So you're getting also the Michael McDonald stuff, you know, what a fool believes, a minute by minute, and all that kind of stuff. So that's also good. Now, I want to prepare you for something. Michael McDonald does not have the same voice he used to. Okay? All right? Just want you to know, everybody else sounds phenomenal. Like, I've seen the Doobies without McDonald, and they were awesome. Okay? But the good thing is you get them with McDonald, and you get some of the other songs that are Michael McDonald Doobie Brothers songs that you'd like to, you know, get. I, and I don't know if they do any solo. I don't know if they let them do I keep forgetting not in love anymore but he doesn't really his voice is just it that it, it doesn't have that same power and it also he can't hold the notes nearly as much as he used to and so he'll as he's trying to hold the note he'll back away from the mic so it fades this way you know he'll do a lot of that while he's uh while he's singing so just to kind of prepare you on that because uh, you might go well you know and they sound phenomenal. They sing phenomenal. But the only one I can tell you is McDonald sounds all right. He doesn't sound terrible, but it's just not the same voice anymore. And that's kind of expected. So there you go. Tua shouted out to the Tuanon faithful and said, expect us. Okay. Uh, oh, why is he? Oh, is the interview going on now? Is that what they're doing? Oh, he's all over Radio Row. Okay. Levitard, he was on up and Adam. Adam, whatever. Okay, good. Good. 
Good. Where is it at next year again? Super Bowl, Kansas City? Detroit? I know. We always do this. I always forget. We might end up going next year. I'm told. It's in Vegas next year? Oh, so then we're definitely going. For sure. It's Vegas? Vegas? Twist my arm. Uh, my brother took her to Hall and & Oates, and it wasn't good. Oh, yeah, well, the problem with Hall & Oates is they're kind of mailing it in. They don't do enough songs anymore. They do a half-assed set. Um, yeah, no, a Hall & Oates is, uh, yeah, it's not the same. No, I, I would agree with that. It, I told you wrong. What? It's Nolens next year, the 2024. Super, the Super Bowl? Is in Nolens, and oh, then 2025 is the- in Vegas. Okay. So, oh, New Orleans okay. and Vegas, all right? I like the New Orleans one. You know why? I can drive to that one because that's what I'll do because I hate, you know, because then we're limited in packing to fly. And we still got to rent a car and all that stuff. So I'll just rent a car, drive to New Orleans, and then we can, you know, stack everything, equipment, whatever. And we never have to worry about going through security and all that crap. And Customs doesn't have to freak out on our base Although these, maybe they don't freak out on. I don't know. Maybe not. No, no. I doubt it. Not not like... uh, Because we have the base of our mics, the the old ones, because I bought some new mics. And and these old... The old ones we had, they were like this thick, the base, and it was wide. And so he'd stack them. And they would would think that when it goes through the X-rays, they were like C4. (laughs) You know how many locks I've had to replace? Yeah, and that's right. We put a lock on it, like a like a legit like you know master lock on it, and then they'd have to like cut into that lock to open the damn bag. You know, they would they did that in the luggage. If they catch you on the you know on the security thing, then we have the key there and we open it. But we've gotten it to where we got the luggage coming off the the thing, and and there's no mm-hmm. lock, and the lock is gone, and we're like, yo, and they had to search it because of the damn oh, base. The last time we were in Vegas. I got to my gate and they called me back to the the ticket counter to unlock the thing. I had to walk all the way back from my gate, and and that's not that's not fun in Vegas. No, that's not fun. I made it back to the to the thing. I you know you dropped me off two hours early. Yeah, I got back to the, right as they were boarding the last uh, group huh. because I had to open it, wait for them to inspect it, then clock it back and then and go. But the draft is Kansas City this year, Detroit in twenty twenty four. Mm-hmm. and Green Bay in 2025. Okay. I like it. Uh, Big O, have you ever seen Christopher Cross in concert? Yes. Don't go see him. Um, he, he, he sings his great songs with no enthusiasm whatsoever. He also has a tendency of singing the good songs at the beginning of the concert because normally people will hold off the good songs towards the back end of the concert. But he likes to do it on the front end because he goes, a lot of people come to my concert late thinking I'm going to sing, you know, ride like the wind at the end of the at the end of the uh, that's why I played it now. And then they'll be disappointed. So he plays these little mind games and talks about it and all that. And, you know, after after the last time I saw him, I said, I'm never going to watch Christopher Cross again. Because you, you sing Ride Like the Wind like it's nothing. You, you know, you sing these songs that are like legendary songs of yours. And I can tell that you're tired of singing them. 
And it's like, yo, asshole, just because you're tired, you, you got to understand there's lots of people coming to your concerts all the time that it's the first time they're coming to your concert and they love your music and they love those songs. And then you're singing, you know, the Arthur song or, you know, whatever it is, you're singing just like going through the motions. So I personally would not pay for a Christopher Cross concert nowadays. That's just me. I'm not a financial advisor. You do your own homework. That's all I'm saying. Okay? So, uh, let's see. What else? Yes? Did you read about Adidas? What, what's going on with them? What happened with Adidas? Um, My uh, Adidas. You know, they dropped Kanye West. Like they should have. Well, them dropping them is going to cost them $1.3 billion this year. Oh, not being able to in revenue and selling his 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 uh, clothes and shoes. Okay. I no, mean, no, I'm just saying. I mean, it, that's kind of it goes, and it's costing Kanye <laughs> even more because he's not selling his shit anywhere. Yeah, but that's not something that you uh, put in the bankroll. There, you're going to lose. No, I, I get it. But what are you going to do? Stick to an anti-Semite? You can't. You can't. You can't stick with a crazy person like Kanye. You have to let him go. You have to get rid of him if you're that company. He's going to bring your company down. And then you're going to have other people that aren't going to be want to tied to your company because of Kanye West. So now that's your job now. That, by the way, I'm dying to see that Nike movie. I saw, I saw the, uh, the um, what's it called? Um, uh, Gus Gus 1388 sent me the, the trailer to it. And the trailer's awesome. I can't wait to see that. And guess what? That's what I'm saying now. Adidas is going to have to go find another hook another star that they can market, you know? It may not be Kanye, but somebody that can produce maybe a quarter or half of uh, that kind of revenue with their own line. Uh, I remember going to Kings Island near Cincinnati in 72 with my parents. It was brand new. Think Brady Bunch filmed an episode there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Can't wait for the next time they have the Super Bowl in South Florida. Should be in about another 8 to 10, 12 years. But we'll get one. We'll get one. We get one like, when was the last one? It was two years ago, right? Here? Super Bowl? What was how many, how many years ago was it? Was it longer than that? Well, it should be. It should be like every seven to ten years, somewhere there. Wherever we had, I forgot now when it was, but it should be seven to ten years from that point. Oh, you and Sean will stay in the Pensacola area if you go to Nolens. Uh, not the Piggly Wiggly either. Have uh, your people call my people. You got it. We will set it all up in Pensacola. Uh, oh, did you see? Yes, Favre. So Favre got in trouble for all that stuff in Mississippi. And so now he is suing uh, some of the guys that were talking about the stuff that he did. Uh, I almost get the feeling that this is a complete PR move by Favre. There's no way he's going to want this to go to court. No way. And so people forget about this. So he'll sue them, and then he'll pull the, the lawsuit from, from it eventually because his lawyers are going to know that he's going to have to testify. And then he's going to have to testify about his character. 
And there are going to be things that people are going to bring up and then they're going to unearth other things that people don't know about. So I, I, I don't think this is a really smart move by Brett Favre. Not that he's the brightest bulb in the chandelier as it is. But whatever floats his boat, you know, something tells me that eh, this one's not going to go the way he wants. So we'll see. Ray Sosa said it too, but you were right. It was a couple years ago. It was 2020. And now that I think about it, live is L-I-V. Yes. Was the Roman numerals. And I... Once I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. So it's 54. 54. Yeah, L-I-V. Okay, so there you go. Three years ago. So you would figure in another four to seven years, you'll get another Super Bowl. Okay. It equates about 27, right? Because we had up to 23, 24. Up to 24 has been announced now, right? Or no, this is 24. Is this 23 or is it 24? I mean, this is 22 or 23. No, this is 50-something already. No, no, but I'm saying the year when you look at the years is when they look at the NFL years, this year. Oh, this is 2023. Okay, okay. And then 24. It's for the 22 season. No, but then 24 is New Orleans, 25 is Vegas, so 26 will probably be California probably, and then 27 back to us, seven years. Yeah. Yes, it'll be every seven to ten years. We'll get something like that. So, yeah, it'll be something like that. Now, does any of that change now that some of the – other stadiums are doing their their domes for and, sure because before it used to be yeah but you also have to have you also have to have the that. area to yeah. host and, yeah it's true and you got to be able you know the weather cannot be a problem for people and mm-hmm. it cannot be a problem for the for the event either yeah you know look yeah. at look at the hockey people they were like yeah. happier than a pig in crap yeah. that they were out in the beach and the sun and all that you <laughs> know what i mean say they're going to try to set up a uh a uh, game out at Tropicana Field for Tampa Bay and Florida to be part of that. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, series, and they're like, yeah, but know. ice is an issue. Yeah, no, <laughs> no shit. shit. <laughs> no shit. You're in South Florida. Bert B is in the pantheon of the 20th century songwriters. He married Angie Dickinson in her prime. Rivals Lennon McCarthy for songwriting entries in the top 40. Yeah, no, there's no doubt he was a hell of a songwriter. No doubt. I was actually surprised that he was alive still. I didn't know he was still alive. 94. Good for him, dude. My God, I won't even see 74. Big O thoughts on John 5 joining the crew. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love John 5. I don't care about the Motley crew anymore, bro. That's a, that's a sham. That's a scam. That's a bigger scam than the U.S. dollar. Motley crew. I would I wouldn't pay five cents to go see that band anymore. That's nothing compared to what I used to see in Motley Crue. Nothing. Okay, and John Five, I could argue, is a better guitarist than Mick Mars. Okay, but it has nothing to do with it. It's just Vince hasn't been able to sing for over ten years, dude. And Motley Crue's a joke. They're stealing money and. The last tour, Tommy Lee got injured and they got a replacement drummer and all that. Oh, God. I, I, I can't go see Def Leppard because the, the money's so ridiculous that I have to pay for Motley Crue and I'm not doing that. So I'll go see Leopard if they come back alone. But if I have to pay for the burden of Motley Crue when I don't even want to see that shit, yeah, no, that, that does nothing for me. Listen, for those of you that have never seen Motley Crue and you want to go see 
a shell of what they used to be just to say you saw them, go ahead. But yeah, dude 6'7", I don't give a shit about Motley Crue. It's a, it's a scam right now what's going on with Motley Crue. Yes, sir. So I'm going through my tweets, you know, and I follow just regular, you know, regular fans and, and things like that. But it, somebody said, um, so I just turned on Peacock PFT show, and Sims and Florio were venting about somebody, a QB in particular, canceling on them. Oh. And they said, did Tua just stick it to those guys? And again, unconfirmed. Somebody replied back, he canceled on them to go on Up and Adam's show. Okay. I so mean, I, don't, I mean, I got no, I'm not. I'm just. I think it's hilarious though, because this has been. I'm glad they canceled. This I, has been the whole thing. Like he was going to go on with Florio and Sims, and good. I'm glad. Matt, you know the conspiracy is going to be out there, right? Yeah, I'm he did good. it that way, so then yeah, boom, just to stick it to him. Just to stick it to yep. him. Good. I'm, I'm on two. And we'll see if that was if that's legit. I don't. I'm just going I'm on, but I think it's hey, hilarious. Listen, I'm team two all the way. Anyway, he's all so over care. the place on on Radio Row right now. He's all over the place. Good, and that and that way he rubs it in. Like yeah. there you go, you guys were assholes. And, and they can the also time. tape stuff, right? I mean, it's not just because yeah. he didn't go on live today. Don't mean that they can't tape and show. Well, today's Friday though. You know, yeah, they're no, show up it's Monday yeah. after the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I forgot what day it was. Yeah, it's over. And those guys aren't going to work on a Saturday. Wow, that is cool. I hope I hope he did. I hope he did dump him. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I, I think I might go buy another Tua jersey just for that. Oh man, that is great. If that really happens, oh. What? What happened? Can we petition the Hall of Fame to start itching about Nat Moore for indu- – oh, that'll never happen. I love Nat Moore, but that'll never happen. What, Sean Payton and what? Uh, no, that looks like it's uh, the – no, the linebacker that, that talks a lot. Um, uh, 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 Acho. That's Acho. Yeah. Yeah, it's Emmanuel Acho. Yes, uh, dude, sixty-seven. Yes, Vince Neal's voice is brutal, dude. Brutal. All right. Uh, anything else? Because I think I'm wrapping it up here on the program. I don't think there's uh, anything left to say. Got Panthers over the Sharks last night. We'll see now this stretch coming up. They play some playoff teams on the road after they take on Colorado on Saturday. Heat will take on uh, the Rockets to tonight at 8 o'clock at Miami-Dade Arena. It's just really not a lot left to, to talk about, actually. I think, I think we is done. Next Dolphin player to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, do we get Madison or Sertan in there? If it's not them, Tim Bowens ain't ever. Excuse me, Tim Bowens not more like that. No, those they're never gonna get in. They have no shot whatsoever. Um, no, you'd have to go back to an old dolphin that hasn't been put in or something like that. You know what I mean? Richmond Webb will never get that that nod. Like Richmond Webb deserves it. But I don't know if he's ever going to get that that opportunity at all. It's kind of weird. Dave McMenamin really did go beyond his coverage. Wow. Oh, you. Oh. 
You're catching up now with the whole Malika? <laughs> wow, because that was, that was like yesterday, the whole Dave McMenamin. Because some people don't know he's going out with Malika Andrews. Yeah, I think sometimes people jump on in different parts, and then they answer, and then all of a sudden the chat just starts jumping around because they start answering something that was yeah. talked about 30 minutes ago, and it's because like I've been following it, and it's yeah. like... I don't think Cam Waite, by the way, ever makes yeah. the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He should be in our Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, easily. But he'll never be in the Hall of Fame. He, he didn't do the other things. He was a sack artist. That's it. He didn't do the interceptions and the forced fumbles and running back for touchdowns like Jason Taylor. And Jason was better than him against the run and everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's different, man. Uh, I, Cam Wake is a great Dolphin, Ring of Honor, not Hall of Fame. If we're going to be honest, if we're going to be honest and, and call it like we see it, if we're going to really put the best of the best in there, Cam Wake is not anywhere near, you know, the Bruce Smiths and the... And, and and the uh, and the Jason Taylors. It's no, those are completely different players. Oh, if you had to go back to one of these concerts, who you got? Black Eyed Peas, Smash Mouth, David Lee Roth. What did you just play there? What was playing in the background? Because I couldn't I couldn't understand it. It was Pat McAfee replying to Brett Favre. Oh, okay. he was say on his show. He said, "You know, I got a lot of people telling me let my lawyers do it." And he goes, "You know how we roll? I ain't got lawyers." So let me see. Make sure I get this quote. Let's ride this effer. I'm excited to see how it goes. I'll see you in court, pal. Okay. <laughs> All right. But the McAfee voice I, I, was great. It's, I'm I'm with McAfee on this one. He, he's holding up his drink and he's like just you know McAfee and his whole. I, I'm I'm with video. McAfee. Brett Favre doesn't want to be in a, in a courtroom, bro. And he said he started, he said, first off, I said allegedly. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, never once said, did he? He said allegedly. So, but, sorry. For allegedly, all over the place. It seems like you stole the money, Brett. I mean, what are you going to do, bro? You know, now you're going to have to, what? Yeah, semantics? Is that what we're going to get behind for Brett Favre? You're not going to pass on that, bro. So that's fine. You're going to lose badly in court to those guys. That's all. And you're going to get more shit exposed about you. So this is only going to get uglier for Brett Favre. And if that's what he wants to do, I mean, you know, he's not necessarily very smart. And by the way, Dougie Fresh, I'm going black-eyed peas. Okay? If, if I got to go black... Now, I want the whole black-eyed peas. Okay? You got to have me Fergie in there, you know, because Black Eyed Peas has been touring lately, but they're touring without Fergie, and that doesn't fly. Sorry. You, you got to have all the elements in there for Black Eyed Peas to work. So if, you're gonna, if I'm going to the Black Eyed Peas concert, I need Fergie to be there, okay? Not singing the national anthem, singing Black Eyed Peas, Okay. Uh, oh, a memory lane moment. Remember when Bill would announce that you had a meeting to go to and everyone flooded you with super... That's right. Oh, don't forget you got that meeting to go to. <laughs> yes. That used to happen. 
I used to have to leave and then people would start sending in super chats or questions and I would have to like stay there to answer the questions. I was like, hey, I got to go. I got to go. It's true. That's true. Dougie Fresh remembers that. Yeah. Some of you have been around from the early days of the program. Uh, and I appreciate all of you out there, man. Right. No Fergie, no deal. I'm with you, bro. You, you can't do that, right? So, you know. All right, we're out of here. Uh, we thank Scott Pianowski, Manny Navarro, Ira Winderman, Cameron Wolf, and of course, I got to thank Larry Schlossberg and Pat Nasto and Tony Stampone and all the great people out here at Craig Zinn's Acura Pembroke Pines that make it nice and easy for us to broadcast every single month out here. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. As always, if you're looking for a new vehicle, a certified pre-owned vehicle, come on out, man. The boys will make you a great deal. They are the number one volume sales dealership in the country. Not the Southeast United States, folks. Number one in the country. Number one. They kicked some serious ass this year, okay? You got it right here in your backyard. Nobody's selling more. No accurate dealership. Nobody works harder than Larry Schlossberg and company. That's why they continue to just kick some serious ass. You got a great selection. Even during the times of the pandemic, they did a great job of trying to load this place up with cars and giving people a selection. I can't wait. Hearing maybe February or March of next year, we will have the 2025, because that's what they'll be able to label it electric car the the suv i cannot wait for that i'll be one of those guys driving that electric vehicle i was just telling larry a little while ago well then i got a, just about a year a little over a year and uh i'll have a shot at uh at getting my electric car so i cannot wait for that so if you're looking for a great vehicle come on out here tell them that big o sent you they will take care of you out here at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 in Pines. Finest dealership in the business, baby. It's Craig Zins, Acura of Pembroke Pines. We'll see you all tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow I will do a, a uh, fantasy, fantasy, a crypto show. It'll be only crypto. Don't ask me sports questions, okay? It will only be crypto tomorrow. So we'll get into it. There's lots of uh, stuff to talk about in the crypto world. And we thank, of course, the great Sean Stanley, who masters this program every single day. We're out of here. See you all tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm taking the point and a half. I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Pat Mahomes and the boys. Y'all be good.